Today on the program, it's a free-form conversation. No format today, because we're hanging with your boy, B-Dubs Brooks Wheeling, back in the house. Back in the front lawn. Live from Los Angeles, whoop, California. You listening to Power Moves, Daddy. Yeah, we're making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove to some American dudes out making power moves. Straight out of Grand Block, Michigan, rocking a cold one in each hand. My buddy Dave and I are Americans, just making power moves, ripping heaters and chugging paps. Now he lied with no class, blowing shit up. And, and we're back. Ass. Welcome to Power yeah, Moves episode power 106. Moves. I'm yeah, your host, Mike Burns. Moves. Joining me from the front yard in the old school spot. It's your boy, B-Dubs Brooks Wheelin. What's up, man? Not much. Still holding down the original uh, mate's house. You and I moved here. I will have been here almost four years in February. That's so sad. I don't think that's sad. That's that's kind of comforting, that's right? That's the longest I've ever lived anywhere since college. And inc- this will... Wow. Okay, so... Yeah, I've lived in my... Only one place longer than this. My whole life, like including growing up as a child. Mm-hmm. This is this is, this is my this is where I put roots down. It's Skid Row, Los Feliz, Root Down, Beastie Boys song. Yeah, oh. um, Burns, you haven't been here in a while. We walked past uh, Skid Row. All right, this this was a nice neighborhood when we moved in four years it ago. It was fantastic. Oh my gosh! It, and now it is literally. I'm not joking. Like fucking dangerous and awful mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's both of those things brooks it's Dude, real terrifying it's so nuts down the street like there's a uh, like um since you know like covid uh there's just all these home ho- like this hobo encampment popped up down the street they knocked down the steve allen theater which mm-hmm. was a cool theater yeah and which then- was a place that like i performed a ton of times yeah. it was a it was a beautiful old theater it's and we've talked about it um, it, it, it's got to be like a year ago on the program, but that's where they shot all the Barry yeah, theater super scenes. fun. Used to shoot Barry down there, loved it. <laughs> now it is legitimately gang territory where they sling fucking crack and uh-huh. I think heroin. I had to yell at a woman. Um, she was she has lighting up uh, uh like something on aluminum foil in our alleyway. It's yeah, a crack like, or a meth. What's one of those? Yeah, yeah. But she was like you. Do you, I guess you could smoke it. In my head, she was gonna shoot it. I don't know, but like, you know, maybe yeah, you would you the, would cook the you would cook the heroin in the in the foil, and then you take the needle and you I, suck the juice up, I and had, then you put that into your body. I had to say, <laughs> get out of here. It's like a, it was like the wall separating where me and my girlfriend's head lays. Uh-huh. Lies, that lays, woman, lies, lies. Either way, <laughs> feet. Three feet from where this woman was shooting up. Um, Los Feliz is is uh, is trash. It's a war zone. It's a war zone. It is fully insanity. And you have to remember that it's uh, a war zone, yes, but blocks away from us are all $2 million homes. Yeah, I'm looking at the Griffith Observatory. This is two, incredible. Two blocks that way. $2 million homes mm-hmm. as far as the eye can see. Yep. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's incredible. Yes, and this was this is a nice apartment. It used this is it was a great neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, it was a great neighborhood. <laughs> it's still a great neighborhood. It's just infested with 
crack and yeah. people cooking heroin in your alley mm-hmm. by where you lie or lay your head. It's wild. It's turned. It's 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 gotten it's gotten real ban- gotten real bananas. I they, should. They tried to sell me drugs yesterday when I was jogging by, <laughs> listening to music on a run. Well, they should have met up with you eight years ago. <laughs> no, but but like it's not good drugs. I'm just saying, like they like. They're, they're so nuts that they're like, see that guy jogging with headphones on? Uh-huh. I bet he's out looking to score right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to buy drugs while I'm on a jog. Oh, hipster B-dubs over here <laughs> with his retro t-shirt on, not from the trash, actually yeah. purchased from a yeah. store, probably got highway robberied for it, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, your expensive running sneaks. Hey, these are that free. Guy, that guy wants to go uh, I, I do know. some crack right I don't know now. if your listeners know this, but I have become, in uh, the, the, during this quarantine, a professional athlete. It's it's really incredible. It's it's really- So uh, I, have, I get- unlimited free asics gear so i get i have so many pairs of these gel keanos uh that i switch which ones i run in every day uh-huh. so that that it wears them out i mean it wears them out slower i'm legitimately sure. sponsored by asics training for a marathon right now uh power moves daddies it's incredible i ran a marathon on a bet and it wasn't hard they're aware Okay. Everyone's aware of the well, of the round the block marathon. Now I'm trying. <laughs> now I'm trained. Now Asics is paying me to use an app called Runkeeper. Shout out Runkeeper. Uh, I use it to try to run a marathon under three hours and thirty minutes. And I am training. I'm doing the running, but I'm not doing the dieting that I think is also required. Well, you look great though. No, but I need it. But if you want to run under three thirty, you can't be. You can't drink six to 12 beers every day. Well, no, but I mean, that's the day of the race. Okay, all right. True, true, true. I, it's, it, the, ra- the day of the race is December 15th, so I do have some time. No, your genetics from your brothers and yourself have some incredible, like, you just work out a little bit and you look like, you know, an Adonis. That's very nice. Uh, you could be a big pile of trash, Brooks. You I should be. You are a, you are a pig person mm-hmm. who uh, overindulges yep. in alcohol at a <laughs> severe rate. Mm-hmm. Not irresponsibly, but I would just say like, you know, like a pig person. Yeah, would, like yeah. me or you. Yeah. And whereas I have to struggle to keep this tummy under control, mm-hmm. you get those abs dialed in real quick. I do 100 push-ups a day. I don't believe that. I do. Is that new? Yeah. Because previously that was not part of the regimen. No, I do 100 push-ups a day. I remember you trying to do like 20 back in the old days. Well, see me bang out 35 real quick? <laughs> no, no. It's going to make you all out of wind. No, no, watch this. <laughs> all right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. This might not be interesting, but it's really happened. 10, 11, 12, 15. 18, See, and that's the thing is that. You shouldn't not be able to do these because your brothers are power lifters. They look like professional wrestlers. So the fact that you would never get in shape physically in your upper body is just absurd. 29? 39. 39? 40. There you go. See? Middle of drinking a beer, banging out 40 push-ups. That's, that's great. You stepped on the microphone. <laughs> I was showing you. I've been showing banging out. I'm banging out push-ups like crazy. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's all I do anymore. That's all you need to do. I bust out a couple hundred, and that's enough. And a that's, couple hundred. Yeah, a day. Not at a time. Yeah, I do. I'll pop off two hundred. Wow, that's impressive. Well, I've been doing them forever. 
I got a lot of upper body strength. Ooh, I can tell. Look at this. Uh, so yeah, so professional athlete, push-ups, <laughs> trying to write a book. Oh, you're gonna write a book now? Yeah, I got some book proposals. I'm trying trying to copy. <laughs> <laughs> I got my agent sent me all these book proposals, and they're all for like, uh, like because you're you're like Kramer when he, in the AIDS walk episode, like <laughs> you did too much exercise. Nah, I'm good. Can't no, but tell she, the story so she sent, no, she sent like all these. She sent me some book proposals, but they're all these proposals are for like. Women who overcame things, uh-huh. and like I'm like, this is not what I'm writing about. No, uh, I'm just trying to write like a travel one, just like, about your travels and such. Well, it's like about I went on a I went on a four thousand mile adventure by myself. Gabs came on in the last minute when we kayaked down the Colorado River, uh-huh. and each chapter is about a different day in that, and like what that made me think about in my life, and you know, sections off into there. So fourteen days, fourteen chapters tells the story of a trip and like what it made me think about you're really biting off a big chunk right in this book thing what else am dealing. i doing what i'm not doing i'm, I don't I'm know. literally doing push-ups no. and i'm fucking running no one knows what to do yeah i, I mean that's like i'm a i'm a i'm a uh now instead of a touring comedian and actor i am now an unpublished author and professional <laughs> runner well, i'm a published author and an unprofessional runner yeah i uh i should mention that i uh i had a complete show prep just like i do every week ready to go and i didn't want to wait until the evening to record it like i usually do and me and me and brooks have been stitching and bitching over text and i was just like "Ah, i just feel good to go sit out in the lawn with brooks and drink some beers and and just do it al fresco with no sort of agenda whatsoever absolutely it's great yeah i leave the stress off i because i the other option is that i don't do the show at all and then i feel bad and a lot of people have asked, "Hey, you got to do we, the show. Could we check back in with Brooks, though?" Oh, that's people nice. have asked, like, "Hey, I want to hear what's going on with Brooks in his life." I mean, you just heard it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, <laughs> drove up to Montana. Drove down. Drove. Down. I texted the other day. I'm like, I'm going to Bisbee, Arizona, just hang out with Doug Stanhope and Morgan Murphy, just on a te- just no reason. And it's just been going on trips because I don't know what else to do and camping a lot. There is no reason. There's no reason for anything. And and for some people, you know, blessed if you are that way that you still have a steady eight-hour-a-day job. and Just income. Yeah, but just the the steadiness of it, I think, is what is so um, attractive to me is just the idea that I just know what I'm doing. Yeah. Now you might think, well, you well, you have the show and like the power moves empire and like, yeah. but that's just, you know, that's not enough. People like us need to make a lot of stuff. Yeah, and you can only do so much of one certain thing. Thus, yeah. people like you start writing a book about a river trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the river wild, but I was the bad guy. You know what is a real nightmare is. My book proposal for power moves. It is, I think, a hundred and ten pages. Yeah. It's like half the book length of yeah. some other crap that no one's ever going to read. And I was going to put it on Patreon at some point, but I went back and I read through it, and it's so personal. The shit you have to divulge to a book company to get them to sell it is like, you think that I say like just anything I, I uh, feel out of my mind uh, on on this show, but there's a big difference between this ultra sincerity of how I've been damaged and why this is so important to me and things like 
that you have to divulge in order to do that. You're uh, going to see, because they're going to want that from you, Brooks. Well, no, that's fine. Yeah. I already, I do that on stage. <laughs> broken human being. Yeah, I do that on stage. Um, uh, speaking of which. Whoa! Uh, the chick's got a, well, hold on, all right. You're, you're over in my, you're at my Sorry, house. I've got the headphones yeah, on. Yeah, Burns is yelling at a woman who had a bunch no, of Modellos. All I said was, whoa, she's got a case of Modellos and a teener of 18-pack uh, yeah. of mm-hmm. Coors Light. They're no, going to get rocked. It looked, looked incredible. Uh, People are drinking a lot. If you look in the trash cans, like in my apartment complex, Brooks, the dumpster is filled. Every uh, time I feel bad that I brought down too many beer cans after the weekend, I just look in the dumpster and it's... Oh my God! Someone bought all the same stuff as me, but like ten times as much. Since you've left, all of the beer that has um, that was used to be in our, I realized how much I drink because I'm the only one who drinks in this whole quad complex. Oh yeah. So yeah. like after you left, the can sitch really went down because I'm a I was a wine guy for about a year. Now I switched back over to light beers, but um, uh. It, all I was saying was now I just see how much beer only I have drank, which I don't love. No. Um, but hold on. So four, I got I got some news for you. I got some. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get a hold of this guy for people who know um, uh, entry level my podcast. Uh, somebody alerted me to this review about the cave, which me and the cave are still. You turn, are you hijacking this into an no. entry level episode? No, no I'm going to read We've you. We've only a, been recording for ten minutes. I'm going to read you a review. Somebody left of the cave that I'm trying to get a hold of. So this is this is the other thing I've been working on. Uh-huh. This guy left a review. Cave book. You can do a cave book. Well, it'll be in the book. <laughs> uh, this guy, Chris from Crystal Lake Cave, from two months ago. That's the middle of the pandemic. They're still they're going into the cave in the middle of this thing. Oh yeah, that's a nice enclosed space for Ugh. people in the Midwest. Damp, close, enclosed. Okay, damp, so. humid place where yeah. people don't wear. This masks. guy, this guy Edward Joseph left this review. I beg you all to never visit this place. If you knew what I know about its owner, its past and future, you would never consider the sordid vi- past. Consider the visiting this place again or e- or ever. Feel free to write me for more specific details. Ooh. So I wrote Edward. I'm trying to get him. I, the, if you want to know what I know about the owner, its uh-huh. past and its future, yeah, Edward, I'd love to know. Yeah, this sounds like oh, investigative journalism is what I. This I'm sounds into. like some ID network, some Dateline, some 2020, some forensic files type shit. Can't wait to break some news about ha- the cave. It sounds like this guy is inside information. I, I know that's what I'm trying to get. Is him there on a the podcast. body in there? I'm trying to get him on the podcast. What if you were involved and you forgot about it, Brooks? I wasn't. That's one of my biggest uh, nightmares that I have recurring what? is where I get in trouble for something that I forgot that I did. So I'll have like, I'll, I'll get in trouble for a murder I committed that I forgot about. Have you, that you've like really like, uh, you've, um, what's it called? Repressed it. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, it's, glad, glad you moved or, out. Or, or whatever, you know, like it's just a bank robbery, something like a crime. Wow, I would want you to remember a well, bank robbery. I watch a lot dope. of murder and crime shows, so bank robbery sounds money. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's it, if you got caught, it's terrifying. It's a horrible nightmare, and I wake up and I am never so relieved. Like, do you have those where you did something bad and you wake up and you're like? <gasps> Glad that didn't happen. Wow, that would have been terrible. I kind of have the opposite. You have dreams where you did something cool and that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. that's your ego. <laughs> you get the Brooks ego. 
I had a perfect. I had a dream of a perfect TV show the other day that that we got greenlit, and I was like, it was all good to go. And then I woke up, and I was like, <laughs> that's such a shitty fucking Hollywood nightmare. But I but I put it into my new pitch, and it's so I'm using my my dream show as this, as a show that everybody likes in my new TV show. Uh-huh. And so it kind of worked out because it's a good idea. Sure. Do you want me to pitch you real quick? Yeah, yeah, give it to everyone. Yeah, uh, maybe I don't. It doesn't matter. Basically, <laughs> throw it out there. I just want to, I always like writing shows about, and maybe I, you know, who cares? Okay, uh, Intellectual Property, Brooks Wheeling. Um, it's basically the show Friends. What if Friends happened? No one's going to go out and sell this show. <laughs> right. What if Friends, okay, so it's Friends. There's, you know, uh, it's a multi-cam studio audience. Yeah. Six friends, you know, like ha 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 ha, you know, like blah 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 blah. But call then it pals, yeah, but pals then, would be a cool. Show. But then at the end of the pilot, they find out that in four and a half years, the world is ending. It's headed towards a black hole, the Earth. They can't get out of it. So it is this comedy. This is the pilot. But then the rest of the show is this comedy because four and a half years is too far away for you to just kill yourself sure. or quit going to work. It's the perfect amount of time to know. We're all dead in four and a half years, but it's a comedy based around that. So then they have to figure out, you know, like when does Ross fuck Chandler? Or when does Monica and and Ross be like, well, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so like that sort of stuff, but they still have to go to their jobs. You know, one of them commits suicide right away, you know. Oh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Someone immediately finds out and just Joey walks into the bathroom. Joey kills himself. You don't want Chandler. I would like Chandler. But I'm just saying. Joey's too funny. That's the idea. It's like this funny comedy with this whole idea of everyone's dying at the very end. Yeah. So I didn't know how to write it, so I just added it as a fake show in my other pitch. Uh-huh. And but in my dream, this show was greenlit, and I was making it. And I woke up, and I was like, I still kind of like that idea. So I'm in, I'm incorporating it. Yeah, that's fun. It was a, like a crazy it's rare that a dream like kind of helped. And I was like, that's actually a good idea. You you actually thought of something while you were asleep. Yeah, and then woke up and was like, oh, I don't mind that. That's not bad. Yeah. And now you can add that story into the pitch, which we all know is is very important. Yeah. The, that anecdote of having the dream and putting it in the show, that's like three, four minutes of laughs and uh Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, well, the, I, I, in the pitch, I've, a couple times I've pitched, they're like, you should save, you should... You should pitch that as a real show, and I go, no, that that's why it works in this show because it feels like it could be a real show. Right. I'm not. I'm not going to save a pitch. I'm putting everything into this pitch. Right. No, you don't save anything. No, I'm done saving anything. No, there's no point. You don't get too many at bats. There's no more at bats. No. Uh, so every anyway. at bat is your last at bat. Yeah, you have yeah, to look yeah. at every at bat as the last chance. Yeah. Well, everything you do. Is the last chance. Maybe you get another chance, but you got to look at it as right. the last chance. Yeah, I remember for my Comedy Central half hour, I saved some jokes. And my buddy, because I was going to do an hour, in my head I was doing an hour right away. My buddy Reese was like, I wouldn't <laughs> save anything, man. I'd go all out. And I was like, no, I'll do an hour. This was 2015. Yeah. I haven't done an hour. Reese was right. Yes, yes. And, and Reese is not part of the industry. No. I Smart had- guy. I've had this in, in other shows that I've pitched. I've always, like, well, I don't want to use that in the pilot because, you know, episode four is going to yeah, be super no, no. sick. Was, and they're like, no, nah, nah, just put it out there. You got to bang it all out there in that pilot. Um, uh, you got on any, you, what's happening with, hey, I got to ask, what's going on with um, 
uh, trash can or what, whatever it is. The guy wanted to kill me. Big toilet? Yeah, big toilet. Big toilet's canceled. I canceled <laughs> big toilet yeah? on the program. Why? Big toilet. And, you know, we don't, I, I try not to lean into politics on this program, but Big Toilet has gone so far off the rails with his- All Lives Matter shit? He, no, he has gotten to the level of, he's got one of those uh, Rambo license plates now that has like Stallone's body from Rambo 2, but Trump's face on it. No way. He has the flag- Outside of his house, he has gotten, I mean, it has gotten to the point where I've had to leave several of my close personal friends chat boards because he just is become so insufferable. It has gotten to the point where it is um, a constant influx of all liberals should die. Fuck you. I don't have like, I want you to die. I don't have one of these friends in my whole, I, I would say I would have. That I text with 60 friends from mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. And right now, not one of them is Trump. Well, I have some. I have some. And, and you know, I've talked about it before. But there's a difference. You know, there are some of my buddies who are Republican and they are... They uh, get it. They know he's a idiot. They know their quarterback sucks. That's the thing. Like, they're, but they're voting. They're voting short sighted. They're like, "Hey, look, sure, this guy probably, sucks." They're going to vote for Trump, but, but I'm saying they but, don't like their quarterback. Right, right. But they're but they're like, "Look, man, uh, he kind of, you know, I like my 401k. Uh, yeah, he's not he's not fucking with that. Uh, I'm not Cons- proud. I'm conservative. Not, I'm not proud of what fiscally I'm fiscally conservative. Yeah, yeah. Like, that my uh, that's how my dad. My dad's like, "Look, I'm, I don't like this guy, but like, what am I going to do? You know? Right. Like, because in their heads, Joe Biden is like." First of all, Joe Biden is a Republican, uh, which is my beef with him. Um, but like they think he's Bernie Sanders and that he's going to come and he's going to take half of my dad's lawnmower and give it, <laughs> give it to crackheads in Chicago. Well, it's like I always I don't like any of them. I don't like any of them. I love Bernie Sanders. Yeah, sure. He's fine. He's Bernie fine. Sanders is but, I don't, but I still don't trust anybody. Bernie Sanders is the greatest, greatest politician of trust. I trust no one, Brooks. Of our, li- of our generation. Of, see, of, of our lifetime. And see, like, we go from zero to 60 into politics. No, I'm say- I can say it. You don't. You, are, you hate everybody. I love Bernie Sanders. I No, I like him fine. I hate the Democrats because they fucked over Bernie Sanders. But I don't trust. Yeah, of course. At least Republicans, like, are united. You know what I mean? Like, the Republicans are like, it's it's us against everybody. The Democrats are like, me, 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 me. I fucking hate him. Bernie Sanders rules so hard. Shout out, Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie listens, right? Well, they fucked him. We all know that. Yes. They fucked him. Yeah, the D- Democrats are the worst people He in was the world. not allowed. He was not allowed to stay. He was going to fuck with their millions of dollars. That's why they gotta, we got to get another Republican in there. Fucking Joe Biden. Correct. Joe Biden's out there fracking somewhere They're right now. They're all fucking. Nah, I, don't, I don't like any of them. I like, Bern, I like Bernie Fine, sure, but they, they don't. So, I, I've been set up to not trust anyone. So Big Toilet is canceled. Big Toilet has been canceled out of my life. Yes. Okay, I understand. Because it got so bad. It's not even like it, it, it's it, it it's the way of the world. It's the way that people have been uh, completely divided, and the aggression towards other people. It's it's gone way over the top, and uh, being attacked me personally. When you know what my views are, I make my own decisions, Brooks. Mm-hmm. I make my own decisions right down the line on everything, and just being constantly. And I I. 
let loose on him in a bad way one afternoon. Just, I was in a hot mood, and it was Friday afternoon, and I had enough, and I dressed him down in a, in a, in a way that was very cruel and unkind and vicious mm-hmm. and very honest speaking to the state of Big Toilet's life. <laughs> Well, and here's. I it mean, made me feel bad about myself. It made me feel bad that I had been driven to be that uh, aggressive and and show that sort of ill will to someone, even though I didn't agree with them. And you know, it, it had nothing to do with it. I don't want to have that that type of anger come out of my heart. Right. You know, I don't want to live that way. Um. Yeah. No. My my beef. It, here's here's my theory about people who like Trump. Their lives suck. They have awful <laughs> lives, and they like that Trump makes everyone else's life suck. So yeah. it's yeah. just like, I hate me. I hate my life. This guy makes everyone angry. I love it. I want everyone to be as angry as I am. Sure. And that's the idea of Trump. That's the exact. That's exactly what happens. I hate my life. I want everyone else to hate theirs too. Go Trump. And I find that when I'm in a bad mood or a bad uh, uh, spot, just like shit's not going well for me that day, that's when I tend to lash out. In that direction, because yeah. and then I'm like, I look at my fucking Twitter. I'm like, why'd you do that? But I just needed to get it out, and it didn't, and it didn't solve anything. It's just, this is a fucking well, nightmare. It's not it, fun. It's not even fun to talk about right now. Well, no, here's how I felt when Trump got on a helicopter and was flown to a hospital because he had COVID, and he had openly mocked people for wearing masks um, two days earlier. I I get I get it. Like I get like that like. Two days is how people who like Trump have gotten to feel how, how good I felt about this guy dying from a disease he mocks. I was on cloud nine. Trump fans have got to feel this way for three and a half years. I totally get it. It was incredible. I felt I felt invincible. I was like, he's going to fucking <laughs> I'm die. I'm going to light it up. I, I was so light happy. candle. I was so excited. I was so fucking jacked. And I was like, wow, this is what it's like to be a Trump fan. Because he does win. And he makes everyone mad. And if you hate, if you like him... That's got to be so fun to see people who hate him constantly being like, he shouldn't be able to do that. He gets away with it. So sure. when I thought he was going to die, I was like, wow, this is what it's like to be a Trump supporter. And it and, and it the, must feel so good. I'm so jealous. And it feels good. And then you have to sit, take a step back and think that, you know, like I don't, I don't want to be part of this. I don't want, even in a bad way, I don't want to wish uh, for the demise of other human beings, like I don't. No, I want Trump to die, dude. I know, but I like I don't want to have to have any of these feelings. You know, like I don't want that in my in my soul in my life. I don't. I don't. And it, and we're all forced, and it's shoved down everyone's throat. I mean, dude, it'd be so funny if they, they want they COVID, want you to it feel would have been incredible. Yeah. Just mocking it, mishandling it, incredible. Just yeah, yeah. it's funny. It's it's hilarious. So yes. funny. Yes, it's absolutely funny. But I don't believe that. I think it's sad that we have to be put in this position as human beings to f- feel that way towards another person's death. Like, is uh, it? Is it? Wouldn't you like it just not be that way? Yeah. No. It was. You know. It was so fun <laughs> when. Like, look, man. Do I think Obama was a good president? Not really. He's Lots a, of flaws. Fucking, who, who gives a shit? They but, all have flaws. But you know what was fun is I didn't know who the press secretary was. Like I wasn't aware Blissfully ignorant Yes I just was like You know what I'm gonna write jokes About Red Lobster We had a good thing going Yeah we had a great thing We didn't have I didn't know 
I didn't. I wasn't aware of the comings and goings of the fucking attorney general. Like now, I know everything. I don't want to know everything. No, I no. Want- and that's why I don't talk about it on the show because now we're getting knee deep in shit that everyone knows. <laughs> just, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm just glad football's happening. I'm back. I'm a football boy now. I didn't know I was. I am. I try to get that chat going with you guys. You guys don't respond to me. Because you just, you go ham on there. I know, it's funny to me. Yeah, I know you think it's funny. It's for you. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's let everybody in. So we are in a football pick'em league. Yes. And I- There's sit- a lot of fun people in it. Yeah, it's like, you, on the group text- It's Vince's lunchbox pick'em. Vince Averill has run this for like 17 years. Yes. And, and it's grown and grown, and it's good cash, yeah. and I won the first week. Yep. How much did you get? Um, 50 bucks? 58, $58, I okay. think. All right. Which pays for my league fees for the for the whole year. But so it, now I'm just set to coast. It's got some it's got some fun people in it. It's got so I started a group text of Mike Burns, CJ Sullivan, Nick Vaderat, Nick Turner, Nick Rutherford, Vince Averill, and Jesse Pop. And I just update it minute to minute with the games on things that don't like I'm, it's just so fun for me to bother everyone. Oh, yeah. And, and you can tell you're, you're <laughs> overserved while you're doing this. Yeah. This is not a person who is having two light beers. No. This is Sunday deep. Yeah, this yeah. is deep into Sunday evening, about to watch HBO shows, that yeah. sweet spot where yep. you're having a good time. You have a good time. And I'm just, I'm just living or dying on first downs on the 13th game. Yeah, none of us are watching <laughs> any of Like, yeah. we're watching the game, but it's well, like, Turner's- uh-oh, looks like someone's going to be in the poorhouse. And then you put eight gifts yeah. of some poor person <laughs> well and turner turner explained to me why no one responds i'm not in a fantasy league this is all i have is this pick them uh-huh. everyone's more interested in their fantasy teams right. i only have pick them so you guys are like oh yeah i forgot about pick them meanwhile i'm over here just watching the pick them league mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a real it's fun for me no i i, I gather that we all do <laughs> we all do you can see by the Zero response you get on this huge text thread you've created. I'm going to start doing voice memos. Send them out to everybody. You could do that. Yeah. That might, might get a little more engagement. Yeah. Pick'em's fun. It is a lot of fun, but there is no shit talking because it's like some person's up five games and it's the last game. There's no real shit to be talked. It's just someone nah, won. I love it. Andre Dubouche, is he on that thread or no? No, no, no. I He's don't been have killing his it. Uh, Conan Ryder. Andre, good friend of the program. Good friend of the Monday Night Beers Empire. Uh, also, Andre, one time I was waiting outside in your neighborhood outside of um, uh, Tacos uh, Via Corona. One of my favorites. Incredible. Uh, uh, poor, uh, poor name choice for now, but it is what it is. But I got to tell you, Brooks. Hold on. Uh, this is an Andre story about that Tacos Via Corona. All right. It's a quick little thing. I just All need right. to tell you information. Go ahead. Go ahead. They have two for three dollar crunchy tacos now. Mm. They're great, incredible. Okay, good news. You get a chicken or a steak. I get one chicken, one steak for lunch. That's enough for lunch. You know, if you if you don't want to be big time, big time. That sounds three dollars. You can get this. No tax. So can't I, beat it, Brooks. That you can't beat that. You cannot beat that. I'm standing outside tacos via Corona with Gabs. This dude walks by. His do- dogs everywhere. Like fucking three of them. They're like. It's like, dude, kind of like reel your dogs. It's, in, it's a busy, everybody's waiting outside. Tacos via Corona for your visual is blasted by sun. 
There is not one iota of shade unless you like get behind someone's car mirror on the side of but, it. Like, but it's also packed with people and because it's, and there's a bazillion people right. so all waiting because it's one walk up thing, cash only, mm-hmm. no fuck around. This is what we have, and you wait for it when and, you get it when we're done. Well, this guy just walked through, and he was so annoying. I just hear somebody go, "Oh, I'm sorry, ex- excuse us, I guess." <laughs> and it was like. And I turned around, and I didn't even know it was him. It was Andre Dubuchet. Dubuchet. Oh, Dubuchet was, the, was like loudly yelling at this guy. And I was like, what's up, Andre? Like, Andre. And uh, it, it was so nice that like the one person who spoke up was a guy, was another comedian who I really think is funny. Oh. He, and we he, didn't even know we were in line together. He's a genius lover, lover writer and also not a person that you would want mad at you. He's a big guy. He is so naturally strong and big. He is a... An absolute beast. He rules. Shout out, killing and pick him. But yeah, if, I got to get him on my. I got to get him on my bother text chain. He's, he's winning. Pick him. He's By a lot. Just slaughtering. Yeah, I know. It's frustrating. Also, he is kind of a. He loves football. He's a, like loves red zone. Loves to watch football on Sunday. Uh-huh. But he's primarily like a comic book kind of nerd writer type guy. Uh-huh. But now he's gotten into tattoos very heavily. Oh, he got tattoos now. Oh, you should see him. I mean, we're talking, we're getting near sleeves. The back piece is crazy. Mm, pretty wild. It looks wild, but it fits. Now he just looks like, you know, Armenian mobster guy who would really kill you if you didn't know him. Ooh. Except for the big, you know, big bubbly smile that that guy has. I'll tell you what I got into recently. Sweetest man. Sweetest man you could ever meet. I'll but t- but boy, oh boy, that's a lot of power. I bet he'd flip your car over if he really wanted to. Not my soup. I don't know. He's big boy. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you my new talk about Armenia. I don't know if this is Armenian or not, but uh, I don't think it is actually. So this might be culturally inappropriate, but I have, I've stopped eating fast food, what I consider to be fast food, you know, chains. So Subway, I, Taco Bell. Taco Bell. I, I stopped Taco Chipotle. Bell. Chipotle. I stopped. No, I don't count Chipotle. That's a, that, well, see, I call that, that's an upscale fast food. See, I, I haven't called, so what I'm talking about is upscale fast food. I got into Zan James John's. I got into Have you Zan- stopped James John's? I don't eat Jimmy John's as much anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, but you will. But it's because I'm not on the road doing comedy in hotels. Uh, True. But I got into Zanku chicken. Oh, yeah. I'm a Zanku chicken man. That now. garlic, that garlic sauce. Yeah, because Ooh. I didn't know they had this delicious little. Because I always thought you had to get kebabs. I'm not a kebab guy. I'm more of a sandwich guy. They got a um, a, a wrap over at Zanku that I really that I'm all about. And you know what else I found out about that I started doing because I'm so bored is I order Bay City subs mm-hmm. to before I go there. I drive all the way to fucking Santa Monica. What? Pick up my Bay City sub. Then I go read on the beach for a few hours, eat my Bay City Sub. Incredible day. Well, yeah, Bay City Subs, if you're not familiar, one of the best, if not the greatest sub sandwich in the Los Angeles area. It is the best sub sandwich in the Los Angeles area. Do you get mustard on it or no? No, I say it works hot peppers. But also I get the seafood sensation. Mustard does not go with seafood. (laughs) Haven't you learned your lesson with the seafood sensation? What are you talking about? It's incredible. I know, but there's been a lot of potty problems you've had for seafood sensation subs and different places where they play have you not listened to this show you've been on there's been there was hmm, multiple re- multiple instance instances what's the place down the street oh uh, firehouse subs oh that's um which uh, which 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 i don't 
I don't witch, do witch witch anymore. Which which seafood subs were causing some problems. I don't do the couch witch. department. Yeah, I don't do which which anymore. Which which is I count as fast food. Okay, which which? No, that's not fast food. That's the same as a J- Jimmy John's, I guess. No, I, which which really? You can dial it up. You can make a five hundred calorie <laughs> sub, a, a, a two thousand calorie 3, sub, three thousand calories, pretty quick. So I don't do which which anymore. It was when I was. Uh, I'll tell you what has helped is like I'm not running around town doing bad auditions all day, uh, so I'm not like in eating out of my car yeah. like I used to. Yeah. So I am eating healthier, and that has helped, as you could see, the 40 push-ups that I just banged out. It makes you feel like a better human being. Yeah, you don't have the. Also, you don't have. I don't have the puffy face. I had that puffy. I had a puffy. I had a fat face for about a year there. You also, I find, and. This is obviously something I haven't done in a couple of years, but when I stopped doing it, my self-esteem went up by not going to auditions <laughs> because all you do is get told no and that you stink over and over and over and yep. over, like one out of a hundred if you're lucky. If you're lucky. If one out of a hundred, someone says you did a good job and they give you some money for it. Other than that, we've gotten into an industry where... Dude, the entire thing is being told you stink. I'm a, I, dude. And then you go eat a giant sandwich or Wendy's or something because, like, well, I fucking drove 43 minutes each way to and worked be, on this for, for five hours. For five hours dude, or more. And I went, then, like, paid a coach to help me. And then I was told I suck. Last like, weekend. Like, why do I not get a giant sandwich after this? So, last weekend, I was going to go to Camp in Tuolumne, Eastern Yosemite. Love it. Eddie Vedder has a song about it. No, oh, really? Yeah. And I hit up my agents. I was I was like, I'm going to be out of service for five days. And I'd done one audition for a cool show, a show that I, would, I was like, this is very cool. Did it at home. Uh, and they go, actually, don't leave. You might go meet with the directors for this show. And I'll tell you about it later. Very, they've made, you like them very much. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, okay. Um, I'll stay. I didn't go on the camping trip and I didn't get it. So it was like a fucking double like this. Like I hung out to find out. No. Yeah. It was, oh, I was like, I could have been in fucking Tuolumne. Sure. And instead I just found out, no, you didn't get yes. that part. It was, I was so bummed. I was like, guys, don't just let me go next time and text me. You Do got I, it. Like I don't. I stopped doing stand-up. One, I stink. Two, no, you you you, were, uh, you would do fun characters. I was I was a plenty competent. I yeah, I did Montreal. I wasn't like a garbage, but I just it's all this time, and it's time I sh- could have been doing something else, and it just started to get so depressing. Well, it, because this happened with improv for me when I lived in Chicago. Every Sunday, and here's why I started to fall out of love with improv. Every Sunday, you grew up. You, you turned thirty. Sure, there's that, but there's also on Sundays we would have improv practice, which is like four hours. You know, you rent this space above a bar or something, and it was below. It was above a bar by Wrigley Field in Chicago, and we'd have a break, like a half hour break. Go get something to eat, have a cigarette, what have you. I'd go downstairs, and the bar would be packed. Would be like, stand up there. No, no, it was a sports bar, and everyone was watching the Bears-Packers game, having a good time, enjoying their Sunday, drinking beers. Hey, that's great. No bills. 
and I would get so depressed. Like I was just talking to my mailman. Heads up. Yeah, sorry. Go why? Ahead. Why? Why am I doing this? Why am I practicing fake comedy? <laughs> this makes no sense. The improv. It's uh, never going to work out. I'm not going to get anything. I mean, sure, you get the experience, but it just. I just. I. I had to come to the realization that I would be more happier as a human being. If I would have just stayed home and watched the fucking game on Fox. Yeah, but there's something trying. Yeah, you got to try. You got to try, but I tried. And at a certain point, you got to stop trying and start living. <laughs> oh, I got a new saying. <laughs> I got a new shirt. I sold my first ever shirt. Uh, it's called You Can't Die If You Never... Uh, it's a it's a skeleton. Um, this guy... Uh, fuck. I, Mac is his name. Drew it. Uh, and it's my, the slogan of entry level now. Is uh, you can't die if you never stop living, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a skeleton with a beer. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So and yeah, we, I came up with it in Montana with another Chris Fairbanks. Dr- another dream scenario? No, it was Chris Fair. I was Chris party Fa- scenario. Party scenario. Chris Fair, but like a, just an awesome. Sure, you fun. and Chris Fairbanks were just sitting around having some some coffee. His and buddy like- has a trailer. <laughs> His buddy has a trailer in Phillipsburg, Montana, and we just drank till like four in the morning and we came up you know we took some erotic pics some shirts off uh, sure. camera phone guys pics. being guys yeah they're on my instagram i posted them they're hot and uh we came up with a band called scary boys mm-hmm. and we were all we were scary boys yep. and our first single was you can't die if you never stop living that was our first ep our second ep was um don't need sleep if you never get tired and then okay. our third don't need sleep if you're dead no, our third EP was going to be uh, published posthumously called We Fucked Up Big Time. <laughs> <laughs> so we created this whole arc of this band. It was just some really fun trailer drinking. It was so fun. That whole like attitude of, I'm going to keep rocking, whatever, man, just... Uh, Fucking a young corpse, looking good, die young, baby. Like it's all, man. Whatever. It's just all about rock and roll. That's all like fine and good until you get to the age where that would be a time for you to die, like and you me. Don't? And no, and it's like, <laughs> oh. yeah, I'm uh, not not ready yet. Definitely, uh, uh, corpse is gonna look worse, but I'm cool with that. The bad looking corpse would be good, also. Oh man. Uh, so and it and it hits me when. Uh, like Eddie Van Halen passed away, RIP. And and see that Jack White, fantastic, so cool, fantastic. Jack Jack, it took Jack White playing SNL to get me to watch an SNL clip, and it was fucking awesome. I, I watched the entire the entire episode. I thought that was fantastic. I'll put it as my power tube of the week. That Bill Burr SNL, the monologue, the sketches. It's great, and it's, that show's junk. Yeah, but those that that episode's fantastic, Brooks. You can't deny that. I watched the, the I watched the premiere. The I, I watched the premiere of the I watched the whole premiere. The premiere was junk. Did you see the first episode? It was what, junk. What premiere of SNL? No, I only watched the Bill Burr one. Okay. I'm not watching the other. I'm not watching well, anything else. Uh, the one I watched before it made me be like, <laughs> "Is oh the Chris Rock one?" Gosh, yeah. The sketches were like nuts. See, like, that's sad. I was gonna watch it after oof, because it I like the. And that's Bill- not even, that's not coming from an in bit from a bitter person. Uh, no, not I was from a person like, who's been fired from that job. 
was just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like these. Not are- a lot of people like work at uh, like Subway, and then they get fired, and they're like, man, Subway's really good. To be honest, no, <laughs> no one does that. It's not you know you no I longer are Jack White. Jack White rocked it. Jack Jack White was fantastic. The the second song he does, and Vince told me this. I didn't know that. Uh, Van Ed, Eddie Van it's, Halen d- designed that guitar. It for is him. one of Eddie's custom guitars, and then he does a little Eddie solo on it. He does a little tiny touch, but he was like, he I'm, said, he said, yeah, he I'm, said not I'm not going to disgrace the man by trying to play one of his songs. No, because it'd just be judged. Well, also, like it's you know, it's cooler than doing somebody's thing is a little snippet of it and being like, look, man, little you're better wink, than me. Little wink. A wink, you're better than me. Tip of the I, hat. Yeah, tip of the hat, and I'm not even going to try to do what you did. No, no. I got. I went down a deep dive of Eddie Van Halen after it. After you know he passed away, and I never listened to Van Halen. You were the Van Halen guy in the house, and I'll tell you what, very cool guy. Yeah, you start finding. <laughs> oh my God, there's like a lot, and I did this on the last episode. I broke down my three favorite Van Halen songs from every uh, album. Like, oh, wow, that's see, I just I, like I really I took the last twenty minutes of the show to just mm-hmm. talk about that, and when you start doing that, you're like, wow, this is like it's so much. It's it, the body of work and the guitar tone and the the artistic merit of that chunk that a man made on his own is insane. I did that with um, Tom Petty. I picked my favorite song from every Tom Petty album. That's fun, and it was so fun. It's cathartic because I, li- I, I, li- I, it's not like I went. It's not like I was. I looked and picked. I listened to every record in order. Yes. While I was doing other stuff, and saw then, what saw what grabbed you. Yeah. Then it was like, ooh, whoa! I never fucking thought about Louisiana Rain this way. <laughs> That's you know, right. a little sleeper on there. Right. I was. Uh, on the couch, and I'm writing um, uh, a, a short story series on the Patreon of uh, pool dogs. It's all my, all this, all the stories about me building in-ground pools with that with this scumbag coach who's like dad boner to the max times ten, and they're all real stories. And I was having a good day. You know, some days you wake up and you're anxious and you no, feel like shit. No, cor- coronavirus is a hundred percent like we're all in an old folks. Home. But I had this. But you know what I mean? It's like. Today's a good day for It was him. a good day for yeah. me. It was oh, like he's having a bad day. Because I like this world I'm in. It feels like early dad boner to me. It's all new material and it's stuff I haven't also, told you get before. Also, you get in a writing groove, it feels like you're working. You're in a groove. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe you have like a light beer or a coffee or something and you're just kind of like, you feel good. And then my phone bings and it's Vince. Eddie Van Halen died and uh-huh. I just set my phone down and laid back down on the couch and just a bucket of water dumped out of my eyes because, oh, no. it, you know, well, because it's so like it's built up into your brain, like all this tension and something like that triggers it. It'd be like if you got a text from someone like Stone Gossard fucking passed away, you'd, you'd just be or Eddie Vedder or something. You'd just yeah. be you'd melt down for a second and you almost look forward to it. It's like, oh, thank God. Something that can make this trigger happen and get this out of me because otherwise, like, it's hard for me to cry or feel sad. And it's, it, 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 as someone who has, you know, you have anxiety or you're depressed mm-hmm. or whatever, it's hard to get that out. Like, I Man. can't, I can't just cry about stuff. Right. I need something real, really to get in there and twist the screwdriver. Well, you know who I will say is the fucking single greatest inspiration to not do hard drugs just to drink and <laughs> is Eddie Vedder because he's never had to go to rehab. Right. 
He looks fucking great. He still drinks two bottles of wine every show. Sure. He just smokes American spirits. Yeah. Just <laughs> never got into hard drugs. Yeah. Like that, like, dude, if you can if you can knock it into hard drugs, I mean, similar Dave Grohl, you know, still drinks, still gets fucking loaded. Loves a thousand course lights. Loves it. Just didn't get into hard drugs. Twelve pack of St. Pauli girl. Feels Man, like crap fucking, in the morning, but recoverable. Yes. Like Dave Grohl and Eddie Vedder are fucking don't get into hard drugs, guys. They look great. Right. And they're like old rockers who are still cool. That's all you have to do. Man, you know, that was a real bummer. Eat is, right. Eat eat right-ish. Make an effort. Oh, I mean, they're also, also we're talking about, you know, almost, you know, 100, 100 millionaires. They, hundreds of millions of dollars, these guys. Sure. Um, and that probably helps. You know, the personal chefs probably help. But, yeah, but then there's guys that's like, have a fuckload of money, but yeah. they don't care about anything right. it was like lemmy who ate like a baked potato and a pack of cigarettes for dinner every day <laughs> you know what's depressing i just cutting up the pack of marlboro reds a little butter on there so you know what's really sad and i taught i tweeted i tweeted this and it kind of got some traction because everyone made everyone think and i want to oh, find out tweet traction no huh? no no but it, it, it was a real thing i thought about because when I, I was opening for john oliver over new year's john oliver you say hold on so we're in San Francisco, and Live Nation's putting on his shows, and they're like, hey, Dead & Company with John Mayer is playing at wherever the fucking um, Warriors play. And Oracle you, Arena? Yeah. Do you want to go? And he was like, I don't really know anything about him. And I was like, yeah, me, I know, I, I know a couple Dead songs. you want to go? And he was like, sure. So we all went. I know the greatest hits, that one with the red border, <laughs> like that so one. So we, yeah, we went, and... Um, we stayed for like a song and a half and we're like, you want to go bowling? And you know, way better. <laughs> and we left. And then, you know, I got a text from him like in like June. He's like, dude, what if the last concert we ever went to was the dead and company with John Mayer? <laughs> like, because I was, I was taking, I had tickets to take gabs back to back to Pearl Jam at the forum. Yeah. And it got canceled because of the fucking coronavirus. Mm -hmm. And She's never seen him, and I'm like, "What if the last?" So, I'm, I'm what if you could never go again? So, what if my last concert is a Dead and Company with fucking John Ugh. Mayer, and then Ugh. the last movie I ever saw in theaters? This is what this is what the tweet was. I go, "Last last movie last um, last concert was Dead and Company John Mayer, and the last movie was Little Women." Both <laughs> awful. The, two of the worst ways to go out. You actually went to little Gabs. Must have wanted to go so bad. No, we just do. We we just love going to the movies, yeah, man. Little, oh, it was it close? Was it the th was it? No, the we went local? to the Ark. Look, man, like you went yeah. to the Ark, like to see Little Women. Yeah, we like Gabs wanted to see it, and like, look, man, I will like. It's I like fun. going to any movie. Yeah, yeah. sure. I, it, but, I don't, but man, that movie sucked. I like popcorn and the cherry that coke movie and um, zone out. That and movie I'm sucked. Happy. That movie sucked in a way. I like. I was so that. I my joke is Little Women should have been called fucking draft dodgers <laughs> because it all happens during the Civil War and they're all trying to date hunky guys while their dad is like wounded in the Civil mm. War and it's like selfish, shouldn't selfish women? Yes, shouldn't <laughs> Timothy Chalamet be enlisted to free? Slaves, like it's about rich 
people during the Civil War, and I fucking hated it, and I fucking hated the Dead and Company, and those are the last two nice experiences, like uh, not nice experiences, last two experiences at. So oh, what were your what were your last? Two? I resp- I responded to this tweet. Yes, it got like everybody was was responding got, with their tweets. My, I am. I am ready for the grave on mine. Okay, I saw- and also listeners, submit yours to to Power Moves. Yeah, sure. Yeah, send it in. Send, send it, it in. We should, this is a fun game. It is a fun game. It is a fun game. I'll I'll read them all in the next episode. Last bad, last movie, bad and last boys, concert. I saw Bad Boys Three, okay. which which is fucking awesome. I mean, I don't care, but that for you is perfect. I'm a huge fan. No, I know. You know, I'm a huge fan of the franchise, and it didn't disappoint. Like, Bad Boys 3, and I went to that new spot in Glendale mm-hmm. where it's got the recliners, and they bring you 18-ounce uh, IPAs. Yep. Sounds and great. Your kickback. You have a phone charger, so your phone doesn't die during oh, the- Oh, I don't need that. Yeah, but it's just nice. It's, it's like nice. They've got you, it's, they- it's like you're at an airport There's bar. A, you can <laughs> have heat or cool on the chair. Wow. It's- Unbelievable movie was great. What's, and it, then, what's it called? What's this place called? Um, I, I forget the name. It's the only one of of its kind. It's it's you know when you go into into the Glendale area, it's it's tucked back off wow. of uh, off of the way. You well, have to go in. Well, it's obviously not there now. Yeah, I, know. I hope it doesn't close because yeah. it was such a delight. And I think movies were five bucks on either Tuesday or Wednesdays doesn't sound all real. day. Doesn't sound real. It's absolutely real. Vince, big proponent of it, found out about it. It spread like wildfire. I went to go see Bad Boys 3, and it fucking gone now. Yeah. And then I went and I saw uh, David Lee Roth, who played all the Van Halen songs, nailed them, kicked ass, opening up for Kiss, doing all the hits at Staples Center with Gnarly, Vince, and and, uh, the homie Carloco. And it was... (sighs) And we had... Plenty of weed. Different funerals. Plenty of suds, and it was such a delight. And this is, I think it's, this is the last day. I think it's the day, and this announcement comes out at like four o'clock, and we're doing the show. We did a a pregame with with Vince, Pop, and Nar at my apartment, like trying to get like amped up to go to this show. And the announcement comes out at like four o'clock or four thirty that day. I think, uh, don't go anywhere. Stay home. Oh, really? Yeah. And we were like, oh, we're still going. <laughs> like, no. But it was it was that it was the last. It was the last window. It was when I was in Utah, and and we're even in the car, like in the Uber on the way there. Like, should we go do this? And there's shit going on on the radio. Like, we're already in the car. This is the last thing we're going to be able to ever go do. It's not going to make a huge difference. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. Maybe it was the wrong call. But I, uh, you know, well, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't have COVID. I so. didn't end the fucking world. No, I didn't have COVID yet, and hopefully, I didn't get it when I was there. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. But it was incredible, and uh, yeah, that's like one of those things, like. I, I can't ask for more. No, that's perfect. When I th- when COVID first hit, when it was like, don't go anywhere. I, I me and Gabs bailed, and we went to Canyonland. Canyonlands. Canyonland. <laughs> Canyonlands out in eastern Utah, and we lived in a cave for over a week. Sure, you did. And it was. I was like, we're ready. Like, because we didn't have service, so like once every two days we'd pop out, and it, we weren't sure what was happening. It was like we were like doomsday prepping. It was pretty. Like our cave had a little fucking chimney in it. 
Like we could because it was raining sometimes. Wait, there's a hole that goes up outside. Yeah, I'll show you a photo of it. It's well, there's a you yeah. rent the cave. It's like built out. No, it's it was we found the cave. It was we were camping out. There's a chimney in it. It just had a a hole a hole <laughs> out the back. It's like it sounds like someone built a chimney. No, it was incredible. It was so we were just like living hot, like living so free there, and um, I was like, dude, I'm ready, like to never. I'm just re- I'm ready to just live here, and then I got a call that I needed to come back and fucking work on a script that ended up going nowhere. <laughs> so pissed. Yes, the, just full circle back to what we talked about. Yeah. How many times have you rushed home from being out of town doing something fun or canceled a cool birthday party because I got to go to this audition, I got to go to this meeting, <laughs> and it just nothing happened, and you waste a whole wasted a whole yeah, day of life. Yeah, sometimes you get you know sometimes once in know, a while sometimes it works once yes one, one out of a thousand. Yeah, but you got to take a take, take nine hundred ninety nine. I know, hits. but it's it's just it's a painful thing, and I think that you see a lot of people. There's a lot of people getting out of a lot of Los Angeles people. They're like, hey, if you know. I can't do it. Yeah, I understand. But there's a difference. There's a difference between people who are going to move out of the city for, you know, I'm going to zoom on over to Phoenix or something for a while or what what have you because I'm rich <laughs> and oh, I can come yeah. back whenever I want and I'm moving because I'm poverty stricken and then <laughs> we'll never be able to even afford a plane ticket to come back to los angeles there's a lot of that there's a lot of that like there's a lot of uh, uh flooding of people going to uh texas on the joe rogan train <laughs> just like that fucking well maniac. yeah but it's like Did joe you- rogan's out of here i'm like yeah joe rogan's worth fucking 800 million dollars he could just live here and there if he wants to it's yeah. not like he has to even lift a finger to move back. It's not like a no, drastic he's situation. On a private plane, and he's back at his house here. Right. I would assume that he still just owns a home there. You don't know it's hundred percent. He just sleeps in Texas. It's not uh, a big fucking deal. When I saw like some things that bother, like how Eddie Van Halen dying bothered you. That's how I felt about Kanye West tweeting at Joe Rogan to reach out to him. I was just like. <laughs> I just reach like sat back and me. I was like so sad. I was like, Kanye West wants Joe Rogan to read what the fuck? His pal. Oh my God, this is pathetic. Like I was like, I they should here's what the world would would make the world better. Put those two in a room. Tell them the cameras are on and just <laughs> fucking leave. There you go. There we're done. We're both of them are gone. They think they're doing something and they're just spouting nonsense at each other. How long has this podcast been? Six hours? No, four days. Yeah, I mean, just oxygen's getting thin in here. Lock them in a room and let them talk to each other. Don't make anybody else listen to it. <laughs> Fucking save the world. Yeah, it's gotten to that point. <laughs> it's just really. Someone made a good point today that I, I agreed with, and you Ooh, know, it's just. It's, I, I got a fun one after this. It's just like a, it's a stitch and bitch fucking concept. But someone was like, uh celebrities doing podcasts turned podcasts into the version of a high school party where a bunch of college kids show up and ruin it. Yeah, no, I get that. Where there's such a, like, the market has gotten flooded where shows like ours get pushed further down the line because 
Does like Oprah need a podcast? Does fucking millionaire? There's so everyone much. I mean, there's a, a lot podcast? of money in this shit. I uh, know, I know, because it's easy for them to do. Like, yeah, I mean, they don't do shit. They show up, the microphones turn on, they talk, they walk the fuck out and go to their car. Right. We have to cut it and promo it and right. and uh, compress it, and it's it takes time to actually do it properly, and. They get the the lion's share, and I'm not gonna complain and say like, "Well, that's why I'm not like a big timer." But I mean, the, dude, like, you I, need, it's it's the same to me as like when when Jeremy Piven goes and does prime stand up slots at at uh, the Improv. Like, someone worked on stand up for their entire life for like thirty years. He was a, a fucking consummate professional at their craft and they can't get a slot because the guy from entourage with the hairpiece needed to fucking vent for five minutes stay home you rich fuck you know you don't need to do this no yeah no, you're this taking is, food out of people's mouths this is great but here's what i did laugh at before you came over here um i sometimes i'll click on shit that i'm bummed about that i clicked on it was like dax shepherd relapsed and i was like well that guy's a maniac. I got to see what this is all about. Sure. It also makes you feel good about yourself. Hold on. So like, I click on it. Click on it. And he broke it on his podcast. And I just started laughing because he goes, look, I got to be honest with you. My arm cherries. And um, what? That's why he's it's called like their oh, the armchair expert. Isn't yeah. it something like that? But the fact, I like Dax Shepard. Like, no, but I don't I don't mind him. But like how lame to be like, hey. To say, like, guys, I've done this thing. I've relapsed, which is like... Did he relapse on, like, Coke, or was it like he drank uh, a sixer? Oxys, Oxys. Okay. But, oh, uh, well, that's interesting. No, All right, I'll give him but that. But the fact that you're like, hey, I'm going to be really honest with you, my arm cherries. I'm like, <laughs> you fucking... You have no concept of reality. <laughs> you, you are, like, sharing this, like, thing that you should be in fucking... Like Alcoholics Anonymous or whatever. <laughs> what your, up, Daddy? Is it your boy Mike Burns? Yeah, I botched a suicide last week and yes, then uh, started exactly. doing heroin again. But Daddy, it's gonna be cool. Hey, did you hear about the new Big Mouth Burger at Chili's? <laughs> no, that's exactly. But the, the, the difference is like, Daddy's is funny. Daddy's is making fun. It also it's, makes sense. Pays homage to this. Dad boner fans. To it also pays homage to fucking Dusty, Dusty Rook, yeah, which is perfect. what it's all about. And it came up organically. It's, you're, like, the, you're it's daddy, like episode you're, four, you're too. Yeah, it's incredible. It's good. Arm Cherries. 102 the, episodes arm, later, Brooks. Arm Cherries is the fucking lamest <laughs> name for literally anything. Like over, like people who listen to Entry Level, you came up with it, Putty Ears. They're Putty Ears. And it has to do, it's unique. It means staring off yeah. and doing nothing. Yeah. You, dude, you are so fucking lame that you call your fans arm cherries, <laughs> like, and then you break that you lost that, like, like, dude, it sucks that you, uh, you lost sobriety and fucking do your thing, but fix your <laughs> fuck, fix the name of the pe- of, of the people who listen to your podcast. Because yeah. if I listen to that shit, I would definitely would would turn it off if you start referring to me as an arm cherry. It's arm- it's so fucking whack and dumb. It sounds like a uh it's like arm candy, but it's a virgin. Like it's I like, just a, like a dime piece, it, it, like twenty three year old woman who of a smoke show, but she's never been had sex with before. So lame. My arm cherries, baby. That's all I deal I with. Couldn't stop laughing. I don't have sex with anyone but arm cherries. <laughs> it's just so it's gross. Just so lame. <laughs> like how lame are you? Well, they don't know. They're rich. She's rich. That's what I'm saying. This guy's out of touch. And you know, uh, Dax, big uh, 
big dad boner fan. Look, man. He's one of the early I, adopters. I don't give a shit. But I know, you're correct. People don't, they don't have anyone, they don't have anyone say no to them. Yeah, man, you need to, you got to have a no person. Like, hey, man, how about we just call them, you know, like fans and then we f- figure it out. Like, just the idea of, like, what, Murderinos, fun. Murderinos awesome. is, is organic. Organic, make- it just seemed like the least organic thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's just fun. It's whimsical. Also, just the fact that. Hey, Murderinos. Like, hey, my arm cherries, I've relapsed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what you, dude, you have to say this the lamest thing I've ever heard. So, that's I, I I have I have talked about serious subjects in the past and be like, what's up, Daddy? Yeah, me and Brooke, uh, we had to go to rehab because um, <laughs> on the way to Rite Aid we stopped and Daddy and we got a thumb uh thumb thumb uh, uh hair, hair on from the the hobo tent and then we shot him up. Uh, in Brooks as Alley, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, and um. So uh, have we tried the new uh, Dugarita at Red Lobster? Yeah, Dugarita. <laughs> uh, we stopped at Red Lobster after doing a heroin, Daddy, and then uh, yeah. I uh, I sucked this guy's dick for more <laughs> money in the back, and now I got HIV, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. See, I respect no big- it. At least I respect <laughs> that. It's funny and dumb. I don't think there's anything ironic about arm cherries. He's not being ironic, which is just frustrating. I was feeling down, real down, hard times, daddy. And um, I uh, pulled over my car and I, I shot my faith off with a shotgun because I didn't know you had to put it in your mouth. And uh, <laughs> now I got no faith, daddy. I relapsed real bad. <laughs> I got a Cheerio uh, for a mouth and two little, two little tiny holes for my uh, eyeballs. That. That guy is a dude who will come over and beat me up, too. Dax yeah. will come beat you up. <laughs> it's like, he's a guy who with, he need, he will come beat me up. I do not know. <laughs> I, I uh, had a guy. There's a guy, and I won't name his name, who was a, uh, a uh, buddy in high school. He, um, he pulled his car over to the side of the road and put on, uh, I think, smoked a bunch of weed, whatever, and that wasn't the cause, obviously, but... Had some uh, had some issues and um, did the wrong job with the shotgun, and uh, and then for he he you know year goes by what have you and homeboy starts showing up to uh, the parties again just like ain't no thing but had like um, well, that sucks man uh, yeah yeah had like uh, just we were having fun making fun of arm cherries no I know I know it's but not like Dax Shepard tried to kill himself he just. <laughs> He just got on some oxy. Well, it's a segue, and um, yeah, poor well, no, guy. I'm sad. Poor, poor, no, poor guy. Like assimilated back in, and um, and just hung out like a, like like it was cool, and everyone treated him normal. And I always thought that was a nice thing that that you know he he didn't pass away from from that attempt, and and it just teaches you a lesson. Like I always think about that. Like you know, don't do that. Don't. You don't have to do that. Your friends are still your friends, and if you can go through that sort of horrible situation yeah. and still come back to your pals and like hang out and drink beers, even though you don't have a lot of face left, I hope you guys really razzed him. No, no, I'm no. joking. <laughs> no, I'm no, fucking no, joking. No, no, no. I'm not but a psychopath. It was just. It was a really. It was a really early like learning experience yeah, for me wild. as a kid. It was wild. It was very wild. No and, fun. 
No, that is that that is that is not fun. Um, yeah. Well, I feel like I've made made some enemies on this podcast. Nah, I don't think so. Nice. I think that you know, I think that uh, I t- I give away my intellectual property of a show I'm I'm pitching. You you, and you gave away a show and have just talked trash on more successful people than me. No, I I don't think that. Uh, I you know, I'm not talking trash on Dax Shepard. I'm just saying, dude, you're above arm cherries, man. You've been in some funny movies. Knock well, it off. Sure, chips. <laughs> what was the one? He was in one that was chips. great. He was in was one that chips? was like really funny. Dukes of Hazard? Was he in Dukes of Hazard? No, it was Idiocracy, like, which is the state of the world right now. Well, it's, what, that's real now. He's incredible in that. Uh, and this isn't me trying to kiss back up to us. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're trying to kiss it back up. No, he mm. did one I liked where they went and they found somebody's gold. Yuli's gold. Was that it? <laughs> National treasure. It was some gold. Either way. Chips two. <laughs> either way. Chip three. Arm cherries is lame. Just like what the fuckers. It's like when like if you're an adult and you're being like, what the fuckerinos? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop, what are you? Come what, on, man. Just get in the podcast. Fuckerinos. <laughs> Daddy. Daddy's, Daddy's so fun. fun. It's so fun to say. Yes, because it's fucking it's, ironic, and you don't take yourself seriously, which no, is important. The show's not meant to be taken seriously. This um, show's meant to be a good time. See, we got the pumpkin still here. That's why I thought like today'd be a good day for this. Burns, you, oh, so yeah. the pumpkin has. I've kept a pumpkin out since last Halloween. One full year, I get to go get a new pumpkin anytime I want now. Wow, kept it one year, a full p- a pumpkin in, in my lawn for over a year. This same one. Yeah, you want to feel this guy? It's where the rats live. Oh my god, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, I mean it's like hollow. It's like a like a like a shitty instrument from a elementary school. Like you'd play at the Thanksgiving play or yeah, something. Yeah, it's uh, hollowed. It's hollowed out. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, what do you say we wrap this up? Yeah, I want to wrap it up. But um, well, let's do uh, power grooves. What are you listening to, Brooks? Uh, the new Future Islands is really good. Um, I'm a huge fan of that. Let me. Th- I I did. Oh, there's a new Orville Peck. Uh, that's out. That's really good. It's called No Glory in the West. Huge fan of No Glory in the West by Orville Peck. Um, I have this other song I became obsessed with called Not N O T by Big Thief. Very, very good. Recommend that uh, tremendously. So, No Glory in the West, um, Future Islands, their whole new album's pretty good. And. Uh, not by Big Thief. Are, yeah, those are, are, are my are my three that I've been listening to during this last week. I uh, want to heavily endorse this song, "Last Cup of Sorrow" by Faith No More, off of Album of the Year. It is uh, it's everything you could hope from a power groove suggestion on this program. "Last Cup of Sorrow" by Faith No More, Ooh. off of Album of the Year. Fucking Bad-ass, kick-ass, rock and roll, arm cherries. Well, I got, I have a fun. <laughs> what if I start, cha- let's change it all to arm cherries. <laughs> What's I, up, arm cherries? I Today love it. I'm power move. I love it. <laughs> I, I would, that's funny to me. Yeah. That's actually funny. It's not, it's not kind of sad. <laughs> uh, I have a fun, I haven't even told you this. I have a fun power move story. So Gabs and I kayaked down the Colorado this is a good, River. This is a good button for the show. Yeah. Uh, Gabs and I ca- kayaked down the Colorado River backpacking. Like, they dropped us off and picked us up four days later. It was fucking wild. Like, the most intense, most real, 
we're off the grid I've ever been. You know, like didn't see a person for four days kayaking alone. Uh, and like, you know, had to get A to B, like pretty intense shit. And all phones not working. I only had fucking 10 songs saved, you know, and four days. Oh, see, we kind of, that's the motherfucker is that if you don't save those songs from the Spotify, you have no music. So we had 10. So we were like (laughs) over them by the end. What did you have on there? It was, it was a great 10. Well, sure. I bet they're like stuff you really like. I was just, but by the end we were done and I had had to like purge my phone for some, for some space uh, space. And so one night we were like, we can't listen to this music anymore. And we, I, for so I am a subscriber to power moves and it downloads to my phone. Preach. And we, uh, I was like, do you want to hear Burns' podcast? And Gab was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, Gab was like, yeah. So we put it on and we couldn't, we loved it. It was, we were camping on the Arizona side of the Colorado River alone, fucking 100 degrees outside, listening to, uh, you were going through what Taco Bell had canceled and Gnarly was talking about, it. he was like, yo, I got to show some respect to the, like, and it was so fun. We were just like truly enjoying. Yeah. Uh, you and Gnarly and fun, your companions. It's a fun show. It was great. Yeah, uh, I forget what Gnarly was so high on, but he was like, "Yo, I, f- he's, I forget what he said. It was something it was like hundred milligrams or something. no, no." But he said he was like, "No, uh, he was like, um, it was some weird Taco Bell item." He's like, "Yo, I fuck with the French fries." <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like a thing you didn't know Taco Bell had, but he, he's like, "Yo, I seriously, I fuck with that," and it made Gabs laugh so hard, and it was real sweet. And this is a great program, and I'm glad we got to catch up. Thank you, Brooks. I don't think I've seen you in how many months? Like, really sat down and talked. Yeah, no, this six is great. months is like, is it that long? I mean, you re- you really Howard Hughes yourself. I never really Howard Hughes myself. I sure, hung out outside, but, with but people. since COVID, there's just been a that's what I'm halt. saying. That's what I'm saying. I've been, but I've been hanging out outside. I've been doing this the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to see you, Brooks. It's you good too. It's fun. We're and have- uh, yeah. Oh, oh, just quick plug for entry level. If you're not up to date, I've really the quarantine has helped my. Um, has helped my ability to book great guests lately. We've had, like it has honestly, just yeah. We because we zoom. They're just from home. Speaking like we, I just had Bill Burr. We just had Tim Heidecker, uh, Doug Stanhope, uh, Todd Berry, uh, Anthony Jeselnik is this week. Like it's fucking. I'm getting like great comics. It's you awesome. did step it up because of necessity. People are like, yeah, I got all day. Yeah, you can say, and also it really helped. Like. Oh, you're too busy? Well, you know who isn't? Bill Burr, Tim Heidecker. Right. Like, you're better than Doug Stanhope? Right. I don't think you are. No. Yeah. So, it's just, like, really helped. Uh, So, if you haven't uh, caught up in a while, go over and check out. uh, I've got some great, some really fun guests. You definitely should. You definitely should. Yeah. Thank you, Brooks. Very fun. Really looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Later, you armchairies. Be looking forward to the weekend, you guys. I'm Terry's. Be looking forward to the weekend, you guys. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Yeah, I wanna make a power moves. Right to a Detroit groove. Just all American dudes out making power moves. Yeah. Got football on TV. My girlfriend, she's sleazy. Favorite kind of beer is free. I'm just making power moves, sipping some natty lights. 
late nights and bar frights, rocking the Winston lights, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, just doing Detroit groove. All American dudes, just making power moves. Yeah, I'm making power moves, rocking a Detroit groove. Just some American dudes, I'm making power moves. I'm making power moves.